Welcome to Hashtag The Chit Show. I'm Ashley Chitty. Being a military spouse is not easy. Come along with me as I navigate this crazy life. The good, the bad, the deployments, and everything that's in between. How can we support our mental health while supporting our spouses? It's a wild ride. You're not alone. That is what I'm here for. Okay, welcome back, guys, to Hashtag Chit Show. Today, we have Shannon Hyde, where I'm just, I'm really thrilled to be talking to him today. He wrote the book, Dear Military Teen. I don't know if this is the first that I've seen, but I'm really intrigued by this book, honestly, that you wrote it. Um, I I have a preteen coming up. Uh, she, she's about to be 12. Mm-hmm. So there's always those thoughts of who has been through this? Where can we find this book? I think that we see more of like children's books because I have a six-year-old as well. Like, right. hey, um, what what book, you know, can you refer me to? Because I have a five-year-old who's missing their dad. Like what book mm-hmm. and children's books are great. But for this, for a teen, I think that's it's pretty spectacular. So welcome to the show. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Ashley. This is uh, really exciting. What a great name for a podcast by the way chit show yeah. I mean, I just, well, how fun is that it's so much fun I it love is that. so much fun i mean my last name's chitty mm-hmm. so if i'm going to have that name why not make it work for everyone yeah, it, it's, i think it's perfect <laughs> thanks i appreciate it um okay well tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about yourself Right. Well, you introduced the book, but me yes. personally, I am a student at Penn State University. I'm in my junior year studying aerospace engineering. Um, yeah. Very busy schedule as of recently. It's starting to pick up a little bit oh, of like, sure. exams and stuff. So that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. military brat. My dad was in the Marine Corps for 20 years, grew up, lived all over the place, Virginia, North Carolina, Okinawa. Um, then they end up moving down to Florida whenever he retired. And I'm the host of the Shannon Show podcast, which I've been doing for a little over two years now. Yes. And yes. the author of Dear Military Teen as of about yes. like two months ago. Well, not quite. I know. Yeah. It's fa- that was going to ask you. This is really recent. Right. It is. It's still uh, fresh. Y- yeah, it is still fresh. So yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to be talking to you about it. So what was the idea and how did you come up with, hey, we need a book out there. I'm going to write one. It's going to be me. Right. Well, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> just the idea that sounds it. crazy. I, yeah. can't believe, I still yeah. can't believe that it's like done at, at some point. Yeah. Because for so long, I was just in the process, like with a Word document, just like fighting against myself, writing it. But the idea, yeah, there really wasn't anything like it. And I kind of realized that when I started doing the podcast, I started talking about military teen issues. And I was talking to military teens all the time. I was realizing, mm-hmm. that, you know, there's not too many sources out there, not too much conversation going on. Um, obviously, right. I'm not sure if you've heard of Blue Military Teens. I mention them like every time I do a podcast. I should really stop. But they're the best. They, they do so many. Uh, no. Well, yeah. Uh, Bloom Military Teens. They've done a survey okay. on military teens, which revealed so many cool things. Well, I guess not always the coolest things, but like about food insecurity well, yeah. and uh, mental sure. health and right. uh, what military teens want to do once they're uh, finished with high school. So mm-hmm. that, that's one great resource out there. But I wanted to do my own thing. And I yeah. kind of came across doing this whenever I started collaborating with the Museum of the American Military Family, which is based out of Tierras, New Mexico. And they do a lot okay. of work preserving the history of the military family. And their museum director, Dr. Circe Westner, uh, she kind of, she prompted the idea a little bit about me doing a larger project while working with the museum because I was going to be their student liaison. I was running like their social media for a little bit. But I wanted to do something mm-hmm. a little bit bigger, um, bigger than the podcast, a larger project. And the book just made a whole lot of sense to me. 
uh, yeah. I was able to look back on some of my experiences, take some lessons from them and provide advice to military teens. And that was the goal from the yeah. beginning. And luckily, I think it uh, ended up going pretty well. I think it's gone fantastic. I think this is a perfect opportunity for um, for teens and really to kind of, in a military teen especially, to, to be relatable to someone right. when I feel like it can be so isolating Absolutely. and not really understanding, hey, has there really... Although you're with your peers and you're like, hey, we're going through it together. Mm -hmm. But are we, what are we really going through together? Right. And I think that it really, um, to get your perspective Mm -hmm. was, um, I, I, I think my, my, what I really loved about going through your book was you touch on everything and I, and it's not so much like, um, what your experiences, but your experiences plus some, like your experiences plus advice mm-hmm. on, hey, this is how it, this is how it really could, what you should do. Or I think that, like the part where you're like, listen to your parents, like you talk about, you touch on your parents mm-hmm. and like how it affects them and like just being, and me having children right now, it's hard to um, understand what they're really thinking. Right. And I love your perspective about it. Yeah. You talk from the hard stuff. Yeah. So you mentioned like, you know, drugs and alcohol is yes. in there and you mentioned PCSing, deployments, mm-hmm. schools, changing schools right. and to missing your friends and friendships. So touch on some of those uh, key points in the book that you go over. Right. So I think it's really important throughout the book that I cover so many different things because everyone's yeah. experiences as a military teen is just so different. So if I'm just like talking from what I've done the whole time, the book doesn't really work because then it's just like, right. it's it's a bad autobiography then that's not that mm-hmm. interesting because like I'm, right. largely I'm not that interesting from like a book perspective. Like I'm not, you know, right. like I am not like a former president or something <laughs> crazy or I haven't invented anything. So, so much of it has to be advice, but the only reason to kind of, to get yeah. to the advice is to kind of like prompt a little bit some of the things that I've been through to show that I can relate mm-hmm. to the reader because that's also sure. a really key point is being able to appear relatable and appear mm-hmm. uh, younger and understanding, which I think is a really big piece of it. But yeah, in terms of the big issues, there's, I talk about all sorts of different types of moves that happened mm-hmm. in my life and um, from moving overseas to moving back to a place where you've already lived before um, to, you know, just your standard PCS over the summer to a new state. Yeah. Um, I talk about some of the issues that can come up during those moves and, those moves right. can also happen at very different points in your life. Uh, we we change mm-hmm. so much going from kids to teenagers and how we yeah. like, relate to other people socially and how we interact with friends past and our relationships with our parents. So everything is just yeah. changing very rapidly as, as it is yeah. for teenagers. But then you add in the moving mm-hmm. and the deployments and there's just a whole lot to get to. So I hope I did my yeah. best. And I think the, you mentioned the drugs and alcohol as well. But uh, yes. uh, that's, that's an example of something that all teenagers ha- kind of have to go through. And yeah. um, I think that's also important to put in there as well, because this is a book that I want that not only for military teens to be able to relate to, but just mm-hmm. any teens mm-hmm. or any parents who are reading right. this and think that, hey, this is some good advice that would work. Yeah. I mean, when you touch on alcohol, drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol, I mean, it's real talk, mm-hmm. you know, it's real talk. And then, <clears throat> and then you bring in the mental mental illness with it as well because yeah. it's on the rise and it's obviously on the rise uh with our teens uh now right so i and especially right after the pandemic and i don't think i realized that like towards the end of this book like that's you were in the pandemic right. like the start of the mm-hmm. pandemic right there was that your senior year of yes, high school is that what it school. was okay yeah so it's so it really is so fresh and raw mm-hmm. like how um not only is it just 
hard yeah. being in high school. Then it's hard being a military teen in high school. And then a pandemic yeah, it's hits just as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just compound. Yeah, it just keeps, keeps on and keeps on. But I think um, something that really stuck out to me and I really um, appreciated your perspective on this too, is when your dad retired from the military. Mm-hmm how not only is it really hard, I think we, a lot of times we just think about the service member and how hard it is for the service member to retire and become the civilian all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like one day they're, mili- they're a military service member, the next day they're a civilian, right? Um, I really like how you had to become a quote unquote, a right. civilian as well. Mm-hmm. Like just transitioning. I, I it was I, I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh, like I just didn't even think about the kids. Right. <laughs> like, and, and we've just been on this journey of what are we going to do? I didn't even think about the kids and how they feel to not move. I think they get used to it as well, right. right? Yeah, it's just, and you're going into a much different environment a lot of the time because, for my family at least, yeah. you're not you're not part of the military community anymore. All of a sudden, it's just right. it's just it's a totally different move, and mm-hmm. that was something that I touched on in the book. But just moving to a place where they aren't used to getting a lot of new kids where they don't have resources sure. available for kids moving to the new school. There's no like orientation. Right. There's not like that. Yes. Um, you know, there's not that welcoming environment necessarily. Not that there's anything wrong with the kids who are there or how they were raised. It's just, they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. And it's not as accommodating as a Dodea school. So mm-hmm. that's, that's one of those things where it's like, it's really difficult for military teens, but like no one's really doing anything wrong either. It's just like the world isn't sure. always going to stop for us. <laughs> And uh, yeah. it's something that we have yeah. to get used to, just like just like for the military service member going back into the civilian mm-hmm. world, which is mm-hmm. also so so important. But um, it is, yeah. It is. I mostly focused on the teen's perspective. Yeah, I really liked that. I it was just something that I just it just never occurred. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy to say? Because I'm a parent right. now. I mean, it didn't occur to me either. <laughs> so what happened? I was like, oh, that would be like, easy. We can stop moving. Yeah. Once, when I saw that you read that, yeah. Cool. When I read that, I was like, oh, I mean, that's. That's just kind of that's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I just, um, and I see that he retired from New River. Yes, that's where he had yes, his retirement and then we're here in Camp Lejeune. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think that's really great. Like, um, it's when I was reading it, I was like, "Yep, yep, we're Navy, but you mm-hmm. guys were Marines, but we're here on a Marine establishment." Right. So to uh, hear that you guys were, or he, that's where his uh, ceremony was, but that you guys were in Cedar Point as well. Yes, right. Yes, we live there. Okay, for, yeah. Um, what would you say is your best, a DOD school or just a regular, normal public school? Because oh. I have kids in the Dodd right now. <laughs> I, there, there's pros and cons to each, yeah. for sure. I, I only went to one Do, Dodea school, actually, and that was while I was in Okinawa. Okay. So the rest of the time, I was yeah. in public schools. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I really liked, maybe it was because it was overseas, but I like the Dodea environment in a lot of ways. Yeah, just my like, kids do all too. the kids are new. Mm-hmm. All the kids are understanding. Everyone's been in each other's shoes before, but they've all moved to that right. place at some point. So yeah, relatable. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciate Dodea schools. Yeah. And, um, so what would you say right now is your biggest, like, how do you want to keep going with the book or providing more, uh, resources out there for teens or transitioning into how do you want to keep pushing forward and, and making this a topic always at the forefront because I like this yeah. I our kids are important and I want to make sure that all of our kids keep knowing that there are a lot of resources out there for the kids right I think the biggest part is talking to the kids and I think that that's overlooked yeah. so much of the time because it's just a yeah. lot of times with these issues it's just like adults talking to adults a lot of times and it's not you are not so getting right. the survey it's not getting the teens perspective unfortunately and right. I think that's 
part of the reason why the book works as well is because I was a teen so recently. You already said that, but I'm a little bit younger. I grew up with the social media. I grew up in a much similar environment to how these kids are growing up now than, you know, my parents did. So I think it's important for them to talk to people who have been in their shoes recently and who have been through Mm -hmm. these challenges and can give them really key advice to what, you know, we just went through. So that's that's number one priority for me is just talking, talking, talking. Yeah. Communication, communication. Mm-hmm. I've always said that too. Yeah. Communication, communication. You you uh, touched on social media. Mm-hmm. How do you fit in with social? I mean, how do I, I just... Totally different world. It's hard as an adult. It really is right. hard as an adult to keep social media. Like even like to say with for me, for the podcast mm-hmm. and using social media as a marketing uh, tool, that's hard for me. Yeah. You know, like I just... So how do you fit in? How do you transition and fit in social media in your life in a healthy way? What is your best advice right. so for that, that? That's the key thing is healthy. And there's really mm-hmm. not a good healthy way to do it right now because the way that kids use it today is like, that's, that's the primary social environment. That's how kids communicate sure. primarily more than ever, more than they do in person. That's how they, how, yeah. that's how they function is they text each other, they Snapchat each other, they Instagram each other. That's where their right. lives um, sit. That's where, that's where the focus is. So whenever you're moving right. to a new place, you know, Back in the day, it was, oh, how are you going to shake someone's hand or like look in the eye or like become buddies? Yeah. You're going to hang out at lunch. And while that's still important, mm-hmm. so much of it is also you have to get the followers. You have to add them on Snapchat. You have to like get involved that right. way or else you're not, you're not getting right. invited to anything. You're not seen as a real friend if you're not talking to them outside of school. So it's this totally mm-hmm. different social bubble that you're trying to crack into. A lot yeah. of times like you don't, you don't feel like it. It's just painful. Like People yeah. are judgmental when they're behind a screen. It's not always the most welcoming mm-hmm. place. And, you know, it's, it's just, that's just the reality of how it is. So I, I talk about that a little yeah. bit in the book is you, you kind of have to do it, even though you don't want to sometimes. You kind of have yeah. to get involved through social media, even though it has all of its uh, Yeah, that's a really tough thing to admit yeah. that, like, not only do you want to maybe try to minimize your social mm-hmm. media usage, you realize that that is what you have to do yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think as a parent of someone who has been asking for a phone for a really long time, yeah. it's it's a very hard pill to swallow mm-hmm. that it's, no, we, these are the things that we are going to have to do, but how do we do them? Yeah. It's, it's the healthy way, like you said. So, right. and I think that so much of it also is the education beforehand. Before they get mm-hmm. the phone in their hands and before they get addicted to the platforms, they have to understand right. what, what's, what, are, what are the platforms doing to them? What information are they sure. collecting? How are they keeping you on the platform? Why, why, mm-hmm. are you, why are you so obsessive over it in the first place? And um, right. that was things that were not talked about at all whenever I got my first phone in middle school back in, you know, like okay. 2010 or whenever that was. Okay. Um, some of those negative side effects of it. It was just, I need to get involved socially. So that's definitely right. conversation needs to be done. I think parents are doing a great job with right. that. And I'm going to, if yeah. I'm ever one day a parent, that's definitely going to be something that I prioritize is, uh, yeah. you know, understanding why you feel the connection to the phone. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest advice? You have honest advice, mm-hmm. but what's your biggest advice being, a, you know, a kid growing up? I mean, 20 years is a long time mm-hmm. for your dad to be in. And, um, and watching your mom uh, do that as well. Mm-hmm. I know you dedicate your book to your sister. Right. I see. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I love how you, what, what did you say? Not, just she like you, you like don't even reading. read? Yes. Yeah. I'm still not <laughs> she sure she's finished like it, to be honest with you. 
That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, it's it's um so, something to be said to. I know I just asked you that question. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to it, but I think it's something to be said to having um a sibling because mm-hmm. my two right now they're five years apart. They literally, I'm just like, one day you will be so happy that you had this mm-hmm. in common. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's something that's a, a, amazing to have in common, yeah. you know, and to know that you have somebody with you, at least, you know, one person. I'm a twin. Right. And I remember my oh, mom wow. and I was like, you always have one friend. Yeah. And, but I say that to my kids now. I'm like, at least, you know, one person. Yeah. And you're going to meet so many. But yeah. So what would be your best advice all around? As a military team. Yeah. All right. All around, I think that it's a theme that I echo largely in the book. uh, And that's that whenever you move to a new place, I think so often, whether it's from military life counselors or your parents, you're kind of told to just try to get by, especially if it's only going to be like two to three years. You just want to lay low. You want to fit mm-hmm. in. I hate that. I hate fit in. I, I hate it. that word. Oh, I, I hate so that much. word. And I do too. I think kids mistake it because they think it <laughs> they means do. camouflage or they think that it means changing yeah. the integrity of their character to match their surroundings sometimes. Right. Which is really a problem if they're succumbing to right. peer pressure or they're changing their values in order to be accepted. I think that's mm-hmm. something that can be um, misunderstood whenever you tell them to fit in. So my advice yes. is always be who you are and be outgoing. Like really you, that shouldn't change where you're based on where you're living. And it's going to be really uncomfortable. Sometimes you have to rip off the bandaid. Sometimes you have to get out there, Mm -hmm. but if you're setting yourself back by hiding in a turtle shell while everyone else is, you know, going out and getting all these great things for their college applications and resumes, you're going to fall behind whenever it's time to graduate high school. So it's so, so important that you have goals that transcend your current location. It's so important right. that you have things you want to do in the long, long term. That it doesn't matter if you're living mm-hmm. in North Carolina or Virginia or Florida. Right. You have goals that are going to be something you can always look forward to. And that's, yeah. that's so important, uh, I think, for military teens to understand. Because a lot of times they get to graduation and they're like, what now? <laughs> like, they don't, they don't know what yeah. to do because they've been going like day yeah. by day their entire lives. Right. And that's how we're right. kind of wired to go. We're like, oh, we'll just get through mm-hmm. this. We'll get through that. Or, you know, mm-hmm. this move. Then we'll get through the next move. And that's something you cannot afford while you're a teenager because you have your entire life ahead of you. You have to be ready to go once, you know, once you throw that graduation cap in the air. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, I think that's wonderful advice. I feel like fitting in goes along Mm. with hang in there. Yeah. I hate it when somebody says hang in there. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be fine or hang in there. You've got this. Mm. Yes. But I agree with the fitting in and being your outgoing selves. I have two very outgoing um, kids. Right. My daughter's extremely outgoing. Uh, My son is too, but my daughter being the oldest one, she, you know, I think it's also really good to recognize that although she is the outgoing one, Mm -hmm. she can have a hard time too. And I have to remind myself about that. You know, it's like, wow, if she's really struggling, then man, she must be struggling because she's my one. Mm -hmm that doesn't, or on the outside, doesn't really struggles per se. Yeah, a tough you know? move can really change your perspective too. Because I consider myself yeah, to be an outgoing yeah. person, but there's certain points in my life where I didn't feel that way because I'd, I'd go to a right. new school and I'd get shot down immediately by someone. And then I'm like, oh, right. I, don't, like, I don't even know who I am. Yeah. Like I start to like lose right. sight of- And which way to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what I'm doing all of a sudden, which is- um, Yeah, I think this okay. overseas move, we came from Naples mm-hmm. over uh, back here right. in uh, stateside. And um, I think by far it was her hardest move. I remember one day, she said, I'm struggling. And I, and I just said to her, me too, Yeah, you know, me too. You know, I, I, I remember I just, this was my chance to say to her, 
I miss my friends too. You know, I really miss my friends and I miss where we used to be. And your brother thinks he's Italian because he was a baby (laughs) when he got there. So we're dealing with that, you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's really, I think it's really tough. And I think listening to you, to the kids, listening to them, I think mm-hmm. is a huge, huge part of it all too. I've, it's been a, uh, this past, we're on, we're on two years here. Mm-hmm. It's been a learning experience about listening to her right. and how she feels. Cause she only, she knows how she feels. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's a little bit different in a military family in terms of like how honest you have to be with your kids sometimes because things are just yeah. so much different. Like your lives change they so are. drastically all the time. And you kind of have to treat mm-hmm. your kids like adults in some cases. I think at least for me, long yes. before like a normal kid me. probably would. Yes. You know, they're having to yes. be much more responsible. They're having to, you know, go through life challenges that other kids wouldn't face until they move to college. Right. And most, like if right. they're a civilian. So right. I think that it's, it's just it's just different, that parent-to-kid relationship. Yeah. And it's important that, yeah. you know, that there's listening on both ends. I, 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 yeah, I really do. I, I love the listening part. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your podcast. <laughs> I want to hear some about it. I, I'm new to, well, I'm a year. Well, March will be two years. So I'm oh, still wow. new, but yeah. I could, so uh, the podcast is my favorite thing ever. I love doing the podcast. It Isn't is, it great? It is, yes. It's a lot of fun. Yes. And it's yes. a very laid back, fun environment. I'm talking to kids mm-hmm. all the time. So like, this is just like. Kids, kids are the yeah. best. Like, it's just easy the Kids me. are the best. Yeah, I just, yeah. I get to talk to kids and like, it's just, we talk about their experiences, good and bad. I always really focus good. on that because I think yeah. in my podcast, it goes a lot of the good things too. And I think in the book, I kind of yeah. harp on some of the negatives, but there's so many fun experiences that come from the military lifestyle, especially when living yeah. overseas. So I just love having kids yes. on and they're, they're sharing their stories and they're just rambling on and yeah. on about all these great things. And I love sharing those stories and, you know, kind of spreading joy in the military kid community in that way. Really like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And how many? When do you? When does a new episode come out for you? I have new episodes every Sunday night. If I have a lot of homework okay. that weekend, then it might come out Monday night. But it's weekly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it fluctuates a little bit. Just being honest, and I'll usually post something yeah, no. like, "Guys, I'm working on it. I'm a little slow today." Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Weekly episodes. It's yeah. It, it's just the best thing. It, it's on YouTube. But most of my views come through YouTube. So there's, okay. there's the video aspect that a lot of people like. Okay. And then uh, you can also listen, you know, I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, all the, all the usual. Yeah. All, all where, mm-hmm. everywhere that you can uh, listen to podcasts. Yeah. So it's the Shannon show. Yes. Right. Shannon, one end in the I middle. I love that. Two total. Yep. One end in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Shannon, thanks for coming on today. I really, I just, I loved talking to you. You're such a bright light. I have to tell you that. <laughs> like you, that. you really, it's a, it's a joy. It's so joyful. You know, my conversations are always on the serious side of things too right. with adults, as far as financial, mm-hmm. you know, deployments, all Which the hard necessary. things. So this is, it is necessary, mm-hmm. but I love talking to you and getting a perspective um, from a kid's perspective. Mm-hmm. And I really, it's eye opening, and I, I can't wait for my listeners to uh, listen to this. I can't wait for my kids to. <laughs> to it you know I think my daughter's really gonna yeah she's almost 12 and I have almost six-year-old so uh, or a seven-year-old so um I think this is I think this is just wonderful and I appreciate you coming on today well I appreciate you having me here on the the chit show a lot of a lot of the fun chit show yes hashtag chit show and tell everybody where they we can get your book I got it on Amazon is it just yes, on Amazon right now Amazon right now I'm okay looking into some other things I'll keep everyone posted okay. on that I like to you know getting out okay. to more people is better but yeah Amazon you can yeah. find it on there ebook is 
super cheap, and then paperbacks thirteen ninety nine. You can order it. Get it. Yeah. You get it to your doorstep in two days. How crazy is that? Something that was on my laptop. I mean, and how easy is yeah, that? So yeah, so easy. It's now on people's doorsteps <laughs> within two days. Sorry. Just within two days. I mean, where do we live now? But this is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, are, I'm on base, so I can't get it in two, day, yeah, two days. But that's all right. Yeah. That's three. <laughs> three. Three. Three's fine. But no, I love it. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy yes. to have had it and read it, and I'm working my way through it still. Thank but you I, so much. I love it. I love it, and I appreciate you putting yourself out there like that i think yeah, it's, it's not something i ever did before. we need somebody it like was, you uh, yeah no our kids need somebody like you so i really i really do appreciate it and i love it mm-hmm. i love it thank you so much and then we can also reach you on instagram and facebook is that your platforms right now i'm not, or, I'm not on facebook really but instagram yeah. at the shannon show yeah. i'm all okay. all over instagram that's me i'll make sure to link it in all of my posts and um yeah I, I can't wait to i made you like a little giveaway if you don't mind oh, on my on my post please. to give away the book. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yes. I might even do it here on base to some of the teens. I'm, oh, I'm right. getting ready to go to a first um well I'm chaperoning a middle school dance. Oh <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Little, little hands yeah, so on I may shoulders. take it with me there. I may yeah. take it with me there. So yeah, I love it. Oh, so yeah. I, I uh, so if it's okay with you, I might just do a little giveaway. So yeah. That yeah, absolutely okay yeah. with me. I would love that. Yeah. All right. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for coming on today. And I can't wait. Let's let's do like a follow up episode. Please. I'd love to do something in the future and uh, chit chat a little bit more. Yeah. So. <laughs> chit chat. I like that. Too. Yeah. Chit-chat. Thank, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, yeah really you're welcome. It. And I hope you have a fantastic school year. Oh, thank you. I hope I do thank too. you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks for listening today. If you loved today's episode, share it on social media and tag another military spouse. You can find me on Instagram at AshleyChitty1. More importantly, don't forget to hit that fancy subscribe button because you don't want to miss out on hashtag chit show. 